0: Good morning, my friends. Welcome to this episode of Happiness After Codependency. I'm excited to be here with you today to talk about vision, what it is, how it impacts your life, and how it controls what's going on in your world, and then what we do with it to shift that vision so it works for us rather than against us. So before we get to that today, I am going to share this video out with the community. The community is your safe haven where you can find further guidance, tools, and support in your journey in becoming who you are so that you no longer have to be codependent to get your needs met, to have the relationships you want and need and deserve in your life, as well as purpose, prosperity, peace, and fulfillment. So I'm gonna get that shared out real quick here. There we go. So come join us if that resonates with you. so let's do this (laughs) Uh, vision what it is and how it controls your life before we actually touch on this i want to there's a lot of pain out there right now i have students have clients that are going through a lot of things a lot of pain a lot of transitions a lot of discovery a lot of heartache a lot of realization a lot of Shifts happening, and there, there's a real wrestle that comes with this, because most often with our healing work, we enter a little more pain. I mean, it, we we encounter more pain before we encounter less pain, and it's a it's a process of becoming more sober that causes that. <clears throat> It's that we become more connected with our lived experience, with what we're feeling and what we're going through, that brings in this wave of more. And I want to I want to connect with that for a moment and offer you guys some space and some care with that. Because I know from my own experience how difficult, how painful, how discouraging, how hopeless that can feel sometimes because when you're when you're in the middle of the ocean of all this pain it's there isn't a horizon that gives a, a semblance of hope like a direction I get that um, when when there's big waves of pain that come at one after another it can be very overwhelming very discouraging these are important moments in our healing journey to acknowledge, to acknowledge the pain, to acknowledge the courage and the effort that's being put forward, to try to build something better in your world, to experience something more loving, more peaceful, at least less painful in your world. And I'm seeing that. I'm, I honor the courage in you, but I also hold that warmth and space around your pain, if that's something you want to receive from me. Um, it matters. The pain matters. The journey matters. The effort you're putting forward matters. Because this this is the real work. Like, yes, right now I'm in the middle of a promotional cycle and sometimes I don't like that all that much. But the heart of this is that journey from this this hopelessness this pain this shame this guilt the sorrow the grief and using that through healing as the soil of what brings in more beauty into your world tomorrow and i know <laughs> that that is hard work i i my my chuckle there is 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 the acknowledgement of the magnitude of work that has to to often be done for us to experience that that result we seek, the peace, love, even just a little bit of love for ourselves, a little bit of love from others. So I just want to touch on that pain that I see, that... You, that you are, you may be experiencing if, if that's where you're at right now. And give that some space and, and recognition because it matters. So, all right, so vision. Let's talk about that. Actually, we relate it to pain here a little bit. So what is vision? Well, vision is the outcome we see internally about ourselves, about others, about the world. It's the interpreter, it's the definition, the meaning, the story, the explanation of a thing, so it's what we perceive, and largely it's an internal experience of what we're perceiving so let's see if we can give this some 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 body here so with with if i if i well first of all, let me connect it to how vision. Is created. So vision is created by a combination of the value, identity, and the voice that inspires. So if my value is shame, if I think I'm a shameful person, that brings in the shame voice. And the shame voice is like, you're not worthy, you're bad, you're wrong, too much, too little, all that. <clears throat> that paints a picture about my reality, and it shows up a lot like this. This vision from the shame value would be, I'm not worthy of that. That person really doesn't love me. That's not really something that I can have in my life, like a lovable person, or a, a um, being in a relationship and valued for who I am, or having the job I want, or the business success I desire, or the peace that I want. Um, so it's shaping what we perceive as available To us, and as what is possible or probable for us in our world, so it either it expands certain opportunities or certain outcomes, and contracts other outcomes. Uh, It also impacts how we interpret what other people are saying and doing in our world. So, if I'm coming from a shame thing, and someone's upset with me, that shame would when my experience with my shame would be like, well, then that's proof that I'm not lovable. That's proof that I am flawed. They hate me. They don't like me. They're, they're I, I have failed. I am an awful person. But if I'm coming from a different value center in this experience, like, for instance, intrinsic worth or innate value, and somebody's upset with me, then I have a completely different vision because I have a different voice coming forward. So from innate value... I could be interpreting that experience of someone being upset with me as like, okay, they're upset, I wonder what's going on. I can talk to them, I can ask questions, I can see if there's something I did that had an impact that I might want to own or change. Maybe there's a confusion. But notice there's no shame, there's no guilt, there's no auto-assumptions that I'm the problem. There's no auto-assumptions that they're right, I'm wrong, or I'm right, they're wrong. There's a curiosity instead. This also translates into that idea of what do I see as possible for me? So if I'm coming from that innate value as the, the value center of myself, who I perceive myself to be, my vision is like, yeah, I want that thing or I want this relationship or I want this experience. These are things that are available to me and that I can discover how to receive them and create them in my life. So we become more available for the things we seek in our world, and then we can start identifying them as well because my own experience with shame being the center of my value, I literally ignored and denied opportunities that I really really would want in my world. I didn't think th- that person would want to, to be a friend or that girl or woman would want to date me or um, I would succeed in this thing or, or I' succeed in a business, I would succeed in my IT career. I could um, have a close relationship with my kiddos. These were all highly influenced by my shame. I I literally ignored people being very direct and clear about what they wanted with me because I didn't think I was worthy. That's the vision influencing my world because my vision was I'm not worthy, so why are they doing that? There's something wrong there. But when I shifted to my innate value, then I could see and accept that more clearly and respond to it based on what made sense to me and my priorities and well-being at that time. This is the critical nature of vision. Now, vision is a lot, a lot of times a a result of the culmination or the connection with innate value and the voice that brings into um, tune for us, like a radio. So if I tune to my innate value, then it's got a innate values the radio station, right? Or right, it's the Spotify channel, it's the YouTube channel. Then it starts telling me different things, and then that creates a vision. <clears throat> the vision is what ultimately we believe, and we follow, and we're, we're doing this automatically. So everything we encounter is filtered through this thing called vision, and then we're making our choices and actions based on the interpretation that vision gives us. So if we actually want to shift our entire world, we want to get different outcomes than we've been getting in our world, then we have to shift the innate, the value center we're coming from, the voice that we're tuned into, and then recognize the vision that starts to come forward and then accept. we got to acknowledge it and begin to trust it and then follow through with exper- experiments so that we can have experience with it. Because ultimately, that's what's going to lead to a deeper Uh, rooted trust in it, a a trust based on experience rather than on curiosity. We need that with vision. So how does vision impact pain? How does it impact the way we interpret the traumas we've been through, the rejections, the abandonment that we've experienced, the um, gaslighting, the abuse, the neglect? Well, if I'm coming from a shame value, center, so my sense of self is governed by shame, these things would be interpreted as oh, maybe I deserved it, maybe I earned it, maybe that they did that because of something in me. But if I'm coming from innate value, from my intrinsic worth, and I view my, my experience with abandonment, neglect, abuse, tragedy, trauma, I see something very different going on what I see is the pain I feel is valid and legitimate. It's like, ow, this hurt. But that pain doesn't have a coating of shame and guilt around it. It doesn't have an internalized sense to it anymore. It's clean pain. It's pain It's like, ow, this is really hurting me. I'm really sad this has happened to me. And when that has enough space and validation, I also begin, I become aware of, They've got some real things going on there. That is a product of them. And I can acknowledge the more objective reality there without dismissing my own pain and without excusing their behavior. In fact, with my own experience with my parents, I can see why they did what they did. I'm, I'm like, I get it. I see where you're coming from. And but there's parts of me that are like I'm still angry about that. I'm still hurting from the impact of that. And I'm like, yeah, that's valid too. It's a both and there. So nobody is that my pain isn't being obscured by their trauma, and um, they are not being, and I'm not enabling them by excusing it. Instead, my pain matters, and I'm gonna be like, yeah, but I get where you're coming from, and what you did still hurt. It still impacted me this way. That's what matters. Now, there's a little cool trick with this as well. If I'm coming from my innate value and I have a shame arise in me, then I can see that the shame is an expression of pain, a part of me that has been rejected, that has been um, defined as bad. And I can bring it in. I can invite it. I'm, I'm here. I see you. You matter to me. I don't see you as shameful. I don't see you as unworthy. I see you as beautiful. I am here with you. So now I can respond to my shame and my guilt, my pain, my blame, with kindness, with honesty, and with real warmth and care because I'm seeing it through the lens of validity, through through the lens of value. It's like, yeah, this is still matters to me because I'm experiencing this. I don't necessarily agree with the claims the shame makes, the claims the guilt might make. I'm like, yeah, I can see that why I might hate myself there and think I'm the cause. I don't agree with that. What I agree with, what I see is that I went through something horrific and then people shamed me for it. And that's what I went through. So I can see my context more effectively. I can become more connected with my lived true reality. Hi, Melanie. And I'm able to begin, well, I'm able to more fully access what's real for me. Our vision is critical to this. This is why we work very deep on shifting to innate value by trusting the legitimacy of our reactions and our lived experience and our emotions. This is why my students and I, we focus very much on believing ourselves so that when we access innate value, we can see what shifts in our perspective and begin to believe that, trust that as legitimate, and then let it guide us in our healing. Because the codependency healing system is a framework it gives you the skills you need in order to navigate your personal path through codependency, out of codependency, into interdependency, into adulthood. And that's why it's a comprehensive system. That's why it's not laser-focused on just like, hey, let's do self-trust, or let's just do sanity, or let's just do safety. That's also why it is as big as it is, 39 weeks of instruction, because we I take you from point A to point B. The gap is how do I exit codependency and build healthy adulthood and interdependency. That's the journey. That's why it's designed the way it is. So when we come to contact with our vision, there's certain things that start showing up. We start to see our false vision. We're like, oh, that's programming. My programmed voice is telling me it should be this way. You will literally, most of my students so I guess it's not literally, but most of them have literally experienced this kind of thing, where they realize their brain is like, you should feel, is, their brain is telling them this phrase, you should feel guilt about that. And they're like, wow, look at that thought that says I should feel shame or guilt about the thing. They're able to observe it because now they're seeing their old programming. They're seeing the old vision about something. And then they're able to acknowledge the new vision, the new center of value. Like, well, I assume I'm supposed to just feel shame about that, but what else is possible here? What does it look like if I feel love towards it? What shifts if I don't believe my shame? What shifts if I trust in my legitimacy a little more? What shifts if I trust in my value a little more? We st- those, I ask those questions a lot in the community, and in my courses because that's a vision shift. It moves you from one orientation to another and it reveals a very different person, a very different reality. And the reality it reveals outlines your path forward. So again, I'm teaching you a framework that gives you the solutions to the problems you face because it's teaching you how to access yourself so you can see the pathway forward give you a real life example here. So, I had a client who was really struggling with feeling very lonely in their world and they had a lot of shame. Like, I'm not lovable, I'm stupid, I'm wrong, I'm not going to do it right. A lot of the perfectionism was showing up. So, we gave that a little space. We I yeah, of course you're feeling like you're going to fail. You've been told you're dumb, you've failed before, things like that. So, we legitimized it to give it Give that pain some space to breathe, and we we legitimize the experience of pain, not the claim that they're stupid. In fact, little side, little rabbit trail on that. But if you have a thought that says I'm stupid, I'm wrong, I'm bad, you can you can play with that by using an assumption question. You can say I assume I'm stupid, but what else is possible here? I assume I assume I'm wrong in this. What if I'm right? I assume I'm. Stupid about this thing. What if I'm actually being smart about it? It gives us a chance to shift our view again so we can see something else and discern what's real. So, back to the client. So, they're feeling inadequate here. They're experiencing that shame and that fear of failure and then judgment for that failure. So, we gave that care, we gave that kindness, and then we introduced a, a shift. So she was coming from her shame center of self. and I'm like, okay, we got that. Let's attune to the innate value. She started to feel that openness, that peace and joy that is her experience of innate value. And I said, what shifts about going out and building friendships from this point of view? And it took a little time. But then she started to notice that she's like, I'd be playful. I'd be relaxed. I'd be curious. And then she started going, you know what? My neighbor likes me. My across-the-street neighbor likes me. We go out and talk. We have fun. We play. She started to connect with the reality that she did have friendships developing. And then she went out and amplified those, built on those, and is now enjoying those. That's the power of vision. That's the importance of shifting this in from shifting our innate value or shifting our value center from shame to innate value and then tapping into the vision it brings you so you know your pathway forward. Another example of this, I had a client who was looking for a job change. I think I've mentioned this client before, but that's a really good example of vision shift. And she was looking for a job change and she wanted to relocate. And I'm like, well... Let's align you. We got her aligned with her innate value. And I'm like, what comes into view as your next step? She's like, I need, I need to contact, I need to look at jobs in this area. And I need to get, uh, that's my first step. So she took that first step and she's like, okay, I've got an opportunity. I'm like, what does it look like? What are the next steps with this opportunity from the lens, from viewing it through the vision of innate value? And she's like, I don't like this opportunity. It doesn't feel right. I mean it's aligned with what I want on paper, but it doesn't feel right. Like, what's your next step? And she's like, Oh, I'm gonna keep looking. And then she found what she was looking for that was aligned, jumped right on it, and things move right into order for her. See, when we get aligned with vision, we get aligned with path. It gives us a direction forward. It allows us to find answers and clarity to the to the questions we have, to the challenges we face. This is where we find the answers to what do I do about this thing. Sometimes it takes a little time. Sometimes it comes really quick, but they're there. So you're learning how to listen to your own wisdom and follow it. That's where we start creating more in our life that's more satisfying for us, more aligned with us, so we don't have this internal conflict that usually brings up guilt, shame, frustration. Instead, we have more peace because we're more congruent with ourselves. Further, the the more you get to know yourself from this lens of innate value, the more you tap into your intrinsic purpose. Because a lot of times purpose is externalized as I'm going to do this thing, create this thing out here in the world. I have found more and more with this practice that purpose is an orientation to what we do in the world. And then that that opens up opportunities and directions and eliminates opportunities and directions. It filters things out really fast because you're like, well my value is to to be this way in in the world. So maybe like my value, like right now when I'm my values when I'm attuned to my innate value, one of the principles that I follow is to try to be is to be grounded and to be centered. So that it's realistic because marketing tends to be flamboyant in my mind. It's like my, my programming says be this and my body's like, no, connect, connect. And so I'm following that and I've been doing that for a little while. And it's been building a lot of trust in it because I see the, the impact it has. Marketing is no longer marketing, it's connection. It's, I'm able to contribute something to you guys' journey through this work of quote-unquote marketing that's an act of following my own vision my own instinct my own purpose there because my purpose is to create connection and help people create sustainable lasting change in the world and specifically the people i work with are are all y'all that are dealing with codependency so you can actually taste happiness again in your world and at minimum some peace and maximum some joy right whatever that might be for you. This is what it means to be aligned to a vision. It connects us to purpose. It connects us to direction and path in our world. It connects us to solutions. It it connects us to peace and to healing. If our vision is properly aligned with our innate value, this is where the magic's at. And that's what we do in the codependency healing systems. Get that practiced and aligned and then through it, through um, experiments and practice, refine the experience over time so that you become an expert in knowing yourself, loving yourself, and being yourself. And with that in place, you now have a different way to create safety, connection, and nurture value and identity in your world. So those three necessities become fulfilled in a healthy way that doesn't require the pain, the shame, the emptiness, the loneliness, the longing, the chasing, the earning the pleasing, and the proving to get them met. Your needs get met in a way that feels loving, kind, and and expansive for you because you're with people who are loving and kind to you and you are aligned with being loving and kind with you. That's the work. So come join us for the Codependency Healing System. Link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. And if you want to get to know me, more if you're new to me and you want to get an idea of what it's like to work with me, how I teach, my own rhythm, my own approaches, come join us for the five-day workshop that starts this Monday. So I'm going to teach you the four essential concepts and practices for creating healthier relationships, healthier self-value in your world, more sanity, more trust in your world. So come join us there. Uh, Link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. So come Join us on Monday. It's a five day workshop. So we start Monday and we have classes on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Where I'm gonna teach you these things so that you can start experiencing more of that peace, more of that connection, more of that worth in your world that you deserve. Right. Thank you guys for being here. If you're dealing with that big pain, if you're dealing with the you're in the middle of that ocean, just I'm here with you. I see it. I understand it. It's hard work, my friends. And that's just warmth and care here for you. So go gently with yourselves. Thank you, Crystal. You're welcome. I'll see you guys in our next episode. Bye bye.